0: This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty!
1: Live from Studio C, door dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today it's Monday, kick off a brand new week! Pregnant with possibilities. This is the week you get the promotion. Or it's the week you get fired. It's the last week at your job.
0: They're both possibilities, technically speaking. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Begging the forgiveness of the audience, keeping in mind that the vote was actually Saturday when we were off. Brett Kavanaugh is our general manager. Gotcha. New
1: Supreme Court justice starts work tomorrow. You know why he doesn't work today? Because it's Columbus Day. And why would the government work on Columbus Day?
0: Ah. Uh, well, they were celebrating the discovery of this land, Jack. How
1: freaking stupid is that?
0: Totally undiscovered. Empty. How can you call yourself a serious country when the government takes the day off for Columbus Day? Jack, the North American landmass was totally bare before Columbus's arrival. No plants, no animals, <clears throat> certainly no people. Until he arrived with Indians in his cargo hold, who he released with a variety of seeds to cross the land, as I understand it, as I recall from my schooling. They planted plants, which attracted animals across the Bering Strait land bridge, and soon humans followed. Well, I guess, no, the Indians stayed. They planted it right. <sighs>
1: so dumb. Just so darn dumb. Anyway, so Kavanaugh starts tomorrow. Glad he gets to spend Columbus Day with his family.
0: And I have a list of <laughs> exciting cases he'll be taking on in his first week on the new job. I just
1: hope he gets to take away women's health rights, right? Because that's what he's there for. Exactly. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning. Good, Hi Michael.
2: Uh, very good. Eight hundred twenty-five thousand. That's the number of uh, residents that live in Columbus, Ohio today on Columbus Day. Gotcha. Um, no, that wasn't. Anyway, I got more than that. <laughs>
0: All right. Over wow. The weekend, what uh, it's an embarrassment of riches.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, over the weekend, got my car serviced and uh, spent some money, but got I, I went all out. I got it washed, waxed, oil changed, and I I feel like an adult this morning. It's just weird to drive, get in my car, and it's so clean. And mm-hmm. you know, I I have a hard time keeping the car clean. But
1: I was always That's a clean. I before I had kids, I was a clean car guy. Car was always clean. Since I had kids, not so much. I washed mine once, I remember it. <laughs> oh, really? I'd say my car was always washed, vacuumed. I like my car clean. I love getting into a clean car. I yes, just love buying it. Yes, it, oh, it is. It's yeah. great. denying it. Um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
2: Doing very well, fresh off my uh, grandmother's birthday this weekend. Uh, I actually got her permission to share her age. She said, uh, when you make it this long, you want everyone to know. Uh, ninety six wow. was her age I was actually wow. shorting her about a year when I was uh, uh doing the math on the way up there but um, you
1: come from uh, hardy stock
2: uh they they seem to go they seem to go a long ways yeah. I got to start saving <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah wow uh,
2: you guys know about the banksy the uh this kind of a uh, mysterious artist whether or not his actual identity is known remains a mystery to me i don 't know if he 's actually a mysterious guy or not well hes he auctioned off a painting that sold for one point four $4 million dollars at an auction in london upon completion of the auction the painting self shredded as some sort of apparent comment against the commercialization of art etc etc there is apparently a, a paper shredder in the bottom of the frame as soon as the auction completed the painting went down self shredded but now they're saying that the shreddings of that painting may be worth more than the original painting itself Wow! With estimates going above two million dollars,
1: <laughs> I love that story. My kids and I watched the videos, all the videos that exist from the art auction, as all the people in the crowd go, <gasps> "Oh my god!" <laughs> Which you would, yes. Yeah. I mean, if a painting just all was starting to drop down and started shredding itself, yeah. And they don't know if Sotheby's was in on it, or they're not exactly sure how this whole thing happened. But uh, the the guy the 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 artist that is in hiding, and the buyer is anonymous, so it makes it a little complicated. I think but, you uh, got to prosecute old Banksy for
0: fraud. <clears throat>
1: well, if I bought a painting for a million some dollars and it shreds itself, I wouldn't think that was cool. Some people think it is
0: you know one of the great works of art itself. It is clearly. I love it. Absolutely love it. Art auction. Boy, you want to talk about you know human beings inventing value. Oh yeah, it's all in your completely in your mind. This one's worth 27 million dollars. Now it's 33. Now someone paid 48 million dollars for it. Of course, a lot of stuff's that
1: way. Um, if uh, it's it's in your mind, the uh, the the worth, and if somebody else thinks it's worth that or more, and they give you more than that, that's real money you get. Yeah, to spend. It's worth that, yeah, that's right. Uh, um, that, but it, yeah, that's a hell of a story. I'd never heard of this artist before. Really? But, no. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he's he's hot, man, hot. I'm not really into the art scene that much. You're not.
2: <laughs> Very famous for just gigantic like city murals just popping uh-huh. up overnight, yeah. and he's uh, oh that was Banksy,
1: and they don't know where he's from. Not really. Hmm. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
3: Well, I've got to tell you, I'm on the old PNP, painkillers and penicillin. There you go. Toothache. Got the clap over the weekend? To- nah, Toothache <laughs> came roaring back, so I'm fighting back medically. And because today is Columbus and or Indigenous People's Day, my dentist office is closed. Oof. Oh. Although he told me he's on standby, if my mouth really blows up, I can call and he'll rush down to the office.
1: Penicillin and painkillers. Yep. The old P&P. Have you tried that with a glass of wine? Pretty yes. good buzz,
0: probably. Yes. Dennis' office closing for Columbus Day. Of
1: course. Doesn't that make sense to you? <laughs> Honoring Columbus Day? <laughs> what? So freaking stupid. Oh, my God. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. <laughs> He's Joe Getty on this. It is Monday, October 8th, also known as Columbus Day, the year 2018. Setting you straight in 21-8. Where Armstrong and Getty, in, we approve of this program.
0: All right, let's begin sailing into the unknown, precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go, Add
3: Mark. I came to the aid of this good man. I am happy as a clam. Happy as a clown. Heaven's I declare I'm happy as a clam. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Ah, uh, Cavanaugh confirmed. Joy and bitterness follow. We've had more Nobels announced, and once again, Jack Armstrong's not mentioned. No. And California's outlawed weak passwords. Stories coming up minutes from now. Outlawed weak passwords. Correct. Uh oh, I'm the weak
1: password king. <laughs> um, I'm all about what I can remember. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. A little this, a little that. We do have to catch you up on Friday and Saturday. I thought Susan Collins gave a, just a freaking fantastic speech on the Senate floor. Of course, some people thought it was awful. So, uh, you got that. Her interview yesterday, particularly on Face the Nation, also on 60 Minutes last night, was so good. So good. She's a stateswoman, Jack. Um, but we'll talk more about that as Kavanaugh takes... Uh, takes his hate and his bigotry to the Supreme Court starting tomorrow.
0: Taking women away women's health care, you won't be able to get allergy drugs anymore, you cut yourself, you're not allowed to have Band-Aids. That's right. That's the way it should be. Uh, stay with us. You're listening to the
1: Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of
0: the nation.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Taylor Swift has come out as a surprise. Liberal Democrat. Oh, what? Kanye West has deleted. I thought she and Ted Nugent were
0: going to tour any day
1: now. (laughs) Kanye West has deleted his social media again. Okay. So we'll bring you up to speed on celebrity singer politics. At some point, and um, the New York Times said last week was Donald Trump's most successful week as a president. We've got a lot to discuss on that as the week really came to an end
0: after we were gone Friday. I am much more interested in, you know, to pick up on a theme of the last segment, what my dentist thinks of politics than what a singer thinks of politics for a variety of reasons. Yet singers uh, uh, feel compelled to share their politics. It's
1: interesting. interesting. Taylor Swift making her big announcement at the end of her giant world tour. Probably not a coincidence. I'll give her this. She's a savvy businesswoman. Mailbag. Was it Donald Trump's best week yet for him? Probably. New York Times says so. Pretty
2: good week? Uh, yeah. That week yeah. That he fired Gary Busey was pretty good. <laughs> or are you talking about as president? As president. Oh, right. okay.
0: He managed to poo on it a tad,
1: as he usually does. Eh, that's his thing. Yeah. My niece was uh, in Kansas uh, protesting him. She's a uh, college girl. Okay. So she's anti-Trump. Protesting Trump. Said she almost got frostbite. I said, do you think, did George Washington ever complain about frostbite? No think you're doing something for your country you can't worry about a little frostbite
0: she'd probably vote against george washington because she's a liberal here's uh your crime of day 21st u.s code 331 333 379 e and 21 cfr uh section 169.115c paragraph subparagraph 7 i'm not making that up makes it a federal crime to sell french dressing if it contains a color additive that imparts a color other than the color traditionally expected for French dressing. I'm glad that's that a is federal a law. federal law. Wow. God, you'd like to do a, a dive into all of these to figure out why. That would be, well, it, uh, there are too many. But if you were to do a random sample of, say, 15,000 federal laws, which would be a tiny fraction of them, and just figure out, all right, 38% of them, clearly, like this one, were passed by a lobbyist. Yeah, someone wanted to put somebody out of business and bribe their congressperson.
1: The, the, you know, Big Ranch Dressing, whatever brand is popular, uh, was feeling threatened by people who put out different colored French dressing, I guess.
0: Or something. Yeah, so that's a federal law. Don't Don't violate that one when you're making your French dressing. We're going to
3: make salad.
0: I don't even remember what French dressing is. It's one of those lesser-known dressings. is that the one that's kind of reddish, pinkish? I'm a Thousand Island man. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. <laughs> Here are your weekly shower thoughts is compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. How
1: can you possibly have a comment on my salad dressing? <laughs> it's delicious.
0: I'd eat some right now. Just out of a bowl? Yeah. <laughs> as Tucker Carlson watches? <laughs> or Tucker Carlson? Is that guy's
1: name? Yes, that it is. is his
0: name. That is somebody's name. That's funny. That's It doesn't sound right. It doesn't ring no, right no. in my head today for some reason. I uh, hear your weekly shower thoughts. <laughs> there are a couple of LOLers here today, which is something for me, because I'm usually not in the best mood when I get up. Uh, the first person to make ice cream probably ate all the ice cream in the world at that time. <laughs> uh, let's see. One of the most frustrating yeah, feelings.
1: Because it was homemade ice cream, and homemade ice oh. cream is
0: so <gasps> good. Oh, Man. So good. Oh, I like homemade ice we cream. We got to
1: get our ice cream maker
0: out. I don't think we've made it the, the, so long, the kids probably don't even remember it. Oh, is it the electric one?
1: or, or is it? It's like electric, a, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which is fine because when you got to crank it, it, takes a long damn time. We used especially to do that in the, at the summer.
1: Family reunions and all the kids would take turns oh, cranking yeah. it for a while. That was a good way to got occupy got people's time.
0: Got the big tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you earn your ice cream. One of the most frustrating feelings in the world is being smart enough to know there's a better way to do something, but not smart enough to invent a way to do it. That, that, that is me. That is my life. I have warning track power, as they say in the baseball business, uh, intellectually. I can tell something's wrong, but I can't focus long enough to fix it. Dang it. Now, this one is a little more edumacated, a little more sophisticated. The Kardashian family is made up of a man who transformed into a woman, Tiresias, sisters who so ravenously crave attention they'll do anything to get it, Harpies, and a mother slowly turning to stone due to plastic surgery, Niobe. The Kardashians are Greek myths come to life for the 21st century. There you go. Liberal arts majors got that, some of you.
1: I saw a headline somewhere that Kim Kardashian uh, Instagrammed a a racy picture or something.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw the picture, Jack. Shocking. I didn't.
1: I didn't i wasn't going to google that or whatever
0: judy and i uh, we we locked all our doors we turned off our electricity for a while we made baxter sit and we just took a while to to reckon with that picture to deal with it you would think judging by the amount of coverage it got
1: meanwhile kanye her husband oh there it is there you go she appears to have lady parts woohoo meanwhile kanye her husband uh, deleted his social media accounts Poor guy is crazy.
0: Yeah. 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 There are lots of kinds of crazy. He's sure. one of them. But he's tortured, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. He seems to be. Yeah. It'd be interesting to ask a guy like him, would you be quote unquote quote quote unquote normal? Um if you could. Give up your creative powers and just be placid. Be a reasonably happy, I don't know. Hmm. Lower le- level executive in a trucking company.
1: Did you see that guy in sixty Minutes last night? The 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 oh the chef guy. No the uh, the author for all the popular books. Oh, for Oh yeah 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 Jeff Green right. Yeah I thought that was really interesting. But anyway yeah. he uh, he basically said, freaking hell yeah I'd be normal if I if I had the opportunity. Yeah yeah. Because he's got all kinds of problems. We should talk about that later. I found that very interesting.
0: Yeah, I did, too. It was it was wonderful. I've been aware of him for a long time through my kids. Um, and I, I had no idea that he was uh, fighting as many, uh, they used to say demons. I'm not a believer, really, in demons, but fighting as many uh, <laughs> emotional slash neurological issues as he yes. is. Yeah. But uh, fascinating guy. The biggest economic pubble, uh, bubble. Bubble isn't a word. No, well, it is now. The biggest economic bubble to ever pop will probably be Internet ads when our grandparents aren't around to click on everything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, a lot of big studies have shown that uh, uh, online advertising is uh, is a waste of money. In the advertising
1: world, last year it, uh, it started to flow back from online into more traditional stuff like radio and television um, because people don't feel like they're getting... That much for their dollar.
0: Well, and they thought they were because they were measuring the wrong thing. The click metrics and all the click farms out there and all the fakery out there. So they were getting clicks, but notice no product was moving. Yeah. It and they weren't su- actually able to communicate to their would-be customers like they could, for instance, on the Armstrong and Getty show. Buy now. Spend now. Spend which, lavishly. Which
1: doesn't surprise me at all, by the way. Federal offices closed today. Freaking the idea that we're paying government workers to stay home on Columbus Day should make you mad. God. So you decided this was a day worth taking off because it's such an auspicious day because I'm paying for your salary.
0: Those of us who make money for the world, we're still showing up to work. God dang it. Makers and takers, Jack. It's all about makers and takers. Yeah, who's smarter? The- you or me? You. You're smarter than I am. You exactly. set the day off. That's why you're jealous. Um, they. Uh, that's also often in lieu of raises. They just award one more holiday. Uh, this is our final shower thought, and I'm highly amused by it. The biggest guy in prison has to be sick of all those new people punching him in the face. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Nice. Moving along to the... I don't think that would work on many levels either. Course. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Uh, hi, Jacques and Joe. Once again, Kevin, the Fagafee, Texas Marine, checking in. He's a friend of Armstrong and Getty over 15 years. Since I have a micro uh, job uh, or a job micro would appreciate, I cannot listen live, etc. Uh, catch up via the podcast. I'm usually a day or so behind. But with the pace of news lately, it feels like I'm listening to a podcast from the before times in a long, long ago, much like having an audio record of the discovery of fire, the Magna Carta. Not sure where I was going with this, but those of us from the future appreciate your surviving recordings from as far back as Friday and yet wonder one thing. Could the primitives of 5 October 2018 ever imagine the future we live in now? (laughs) The sign-off is amusing but long. Uh, That's pretty funny. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. It's it's crazy. What was the big scandal? Oh, the anonymous editorial. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was some return to that on Friday. I thought, what? Who cares? When was that? I didn't even remember that it had happened. That was mid-September, wasn't it? Roughly? I don't know, and nobody cares. Moving along. Uh, That's great, but it's long. Here's a request from Jim. Jim in Indiana. We already have a national show. Hey, guys, can you get Liz Sly for an update on the missing Saudi journalist? Mm. So many plot lines. I don't know what's fact or fiction. Well, I'm not sure we'll talk to Liz, but we're going to talk to somebody. Yeah, the Washington
1: Post spent a lot of time on this story. We're going to try to get one of the reporters on. It's It's a hell of an interesting one. And straining relationships between the United States and our ally, Saudi Arabia,
0: who flies a lot of our planes around. Right. Not only do they buy them, but often they fly them around at our behest to, you know, threaten people we don't like. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, uh, the reformer, MBS, MSB, MLB, whatever his name is, he's uh, he's a nasty boy. Um,
1: Marshall's news coming up. We'll catch up to the day on the Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of commentary over the weekend. Uh, most of it in print. Some of it broadcast. Um, well, it's interesting in where we are in that this whole Kavanaugh thing. Uh, the mainstream media, uh, almost entirely, coming at it from the the standpoint of, um, a predator got away with a sexual assault. Yeah. Um. That that is almost the entire of the media coverage of it which is really interesting to me and the Republicans did not do a good job of pushing back against that for whatever reason
0: they're terrified of not seeming sympathetic to the God
3: hashtag me
1: too thing. how do you not just say out loud look, there's such a thing as due process a person doesn't have to prove that they're innocent. You have to prove that they're guilty. And, and they weren't able to prove that he was guilty. It's that simple.
0: I heard a featurette on the reaction of young people to the uh, confirmation. And uh, they talked to a college girl who seemed uh, quite bright. And she said, I'm just sickened by it, sickened by it. The idea that boys will be boys is a defense and that that was good enough is just, that's terrible. That it goes against what uh, the awakening going on. And I was thinking, where in the name of God did she get the idea that the defense was, well, boys will be boys? I don't know. From her chosen media outlets and social media, I'm well, sure. Michael Che on Saturday Night Live on
1: the news, he's a black guy, and he said, boy, if an old white woman can't get justice in this country, what chance
0: do I have? In what sense did she not get justice? Right. What was unjust? Specifically... And I'm more than willing to debate that or chat about
1: it with anybody. That's really troubling. Um, we need to talk more about that, as uh, Tim Lawyer had an interesting tweet about it over the weekend. If, if, the, um, if the side that has what we know to be the truth uh, doesn't do a good job of getting their word out on some of these rumors or some of these legends that have grown up
0: around this, mm-hmm. it'll
1: be talked about forever. Right. Um, in, in an
3: incorrect manner.
0: I have a feeling that's just what's going to happen. Anyway,
1: more on that later. Let's get the news now with Marshall
0: Phillips.
3: Now, Brett Kavanaugh is taking his place on the highest court in the country. Tomorrow,
1: not today, because today is Columbus Day, you see. And why why would the government work on Columbus Day?
3: And happy Columbus Day to you and yours. The vote 50 to 48 to confirm. President Trump making the announcement at his rally in Topeka, Kansas. Just a few hours ago, the U.S. Senate confirmed Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the United States
2: Supreme Court.
3: So, mixed cheers and booze. (laughs) Kavanaugh's approval followed a chaotic confirmation uh, process highlighted by the sexual assault allegations against the judge, as well as some questions about his temperament. Now, on one side of the aisle, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell calling Kavanaugh a man of the highest caliber, extremely well qualified for the high court. Members of this body are duty bound to ensure we confirm justices of the Supreme Court who are men and women of the highest character and the most superlative Qualifications. On the other side, Democrat leader Chuck Schumer accusing Kavanaugh of being an extreme partisan who does not have ha! the temperament or integrity to be on the court. Judge Kavanaugh's confirmation is a low moment
2: for the Senate, for the court, for the country.
3: And while protesters tried to interrupt the Senate vote several times and were removed by Capitol Police, soon it was a done deal. Now, Senator Susan Collins remained undecided almost to the last minute. She announced, though, before the final vote, she was going to vote to confirm Kavanaugh. Explaining once again on 60 Minutes, she found both Christine Blasey Ford and Judge Kavanaugh's testimony very compelling. It all boiled down for her to this Is there corroborating evidence? After reading all the FBI reports plus the sworn statements, not only was there no corroboration, it was the opposite. None of them had any recollection of any such night.
1: The best interview she gave or the best interview done was by uh, Dickerson on Face the Nation yesterday. I thought Susan Collins was best on there. And she talked about how she spent hours going over that FBI report that included interviews with 12 different people. She said the story is out there that there were four that they requested and the FBI didn't interview them. She said there were 12 people interviewed by the FBI. Mm-hmm. None of them could corroborate the, uh, Ms. Ford's story. What are you supposed to do with it? And so Scott Pelley on 60 Minutes and every interviewer I saw over the weekend all came from the point of view of what are women supposed to think now that they know their story won't be believed. Yeah. Nobody came from the point of view of... What kind of country would we be if you can ruin somebody's life and career over unsubstantiated claims? Right. Nobody came from that point of view. That's amazing. It, it's it, it mind-blowing to me. We're doomed. And here's uh, the Washington Post, and there's a whole bunch of these. Um, Susan Collins gave, gave the biggest speech on Friday. And uh, when she got up there and she talked about due process and all the things that are Im- important and why she was going to vote yes. Susan Collins' declaration of cowardice from the Washington Post, similar sort of thing from the New York Times and other magazines, where she's just a, you know, a Republican flack wow. going against women's rights by voting this way. Well, wait a minute. Not listening to what she said about rule of law and evidence and the way, we, way we've always handled things in this country. Well, just not,
0: really troubling to me. Not only that. But she went through... the uh, If I could compel people to read stuff, I'd make them read the transcript of her speech, in which she spent paragraph after paragraph after paragraph explaining how a lot of the scare stories from the left about Kavanaugh in terms of his legal rulings were fictional. How he's shown respect for Roe v. Wade and the, the case that substantiated it a, a few years after that, over and over again. How he seems more bound to precedent Uh, than most people. How his alleged uh, ideas about the uh, executive not facing prosecution, the president not facing prosecution, was actually a gesture that he thought... The president could be. And she went on and on and on about this stuff. And so never mind the sexual assault stuff, the legal arguments that have people so whipped up in the streets about Roe versus Wade, women will die, women will die, which has actually been said, is fictional. Here's uh, this
1: woman, Sophia Benoit, writes for GQ and other publications. She's got a blue checkmark sort of Twitter account tweeted after the vote, If I ever die from getting an illegal abortion, please drop my body off at Senator Susan Collins' house and let it rot. Wow, that's
3: just crazy. It
1: is crazy. That is crazy talk.
3: Yeah, one thing that uh, she was commenting on as well, the fact now she has bodyguards. She has to be escorted around the Capitol with bodyguards because of everything that's been going on.
1: The the two women they interviewed on 60 Minutes last night, the other woman being the Democrat... Um, who may lose in North Dakota before right. this. But I thought that was a a, a profile in courage. She's going to lose her job, probably, as a senator. But yep. She clearly was voting her conscience. I, I disagree with her conclusion. Yep. She doesn't think he's got the temperament to be a, a Supreme Court justice. But
3: she clearly didn't do it for political reasons. Right. Absolutely not. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs>
1: Um, we got more on that coming up. Reactions to uh, Colin's speech and the way it all went down—it's—it's it's really troubling to me. And again, the media's handling of this, where no, nobody even gave a, a a a nod, a nod to due process on the other side of of it, in which case our society would crumble if anybody could come forward and accuse you of anything. Well, that's it—you're guilty. We got to fire you, or throw you in jail, or whatever we're going to do. Right. One person claims it. we don't have any other witnesses or any other evidence.
0: but Still, we have to respect the victims, the survivors, by ending your career. Uh, some more on that later. Um, God, you know, it would be one of those things. It would almost be bitterly satisfying to witness... That everybody in the world would be accused of something horrendous, and everybody would lose their jobs. And we would all be at home, scratching our heads, thinking, hmm, maybe we ought to re-examine this. Maybe we ought to come up with a system to prevent this sort of thing in the future.
1: Global warming is worse than scientists thought, according to the UN. We'll take a look at that. Break it down. I've got my thermometer out. We'll see if we agree with them
0: plenty um, will some of Susan Collins' absolutely not cowardly, but gutty speech.
1: Yeah, well, there's another thing I want to mention. What is it, this, this, this? Oh, Hold on. This is good. I want, I want it to be something that's not Kavanaugh-related, so you don't throw up in your mouth while you're thinking
0: about listening to the Armstrong.
3: Oh, election. I hear you.
1: I heard that. Nobody
0: wants to
3: Why millennial that.
0: men are disproportionately interested in socialism, according to a millennial man. Okay. And, and twice as likely to embrace socialism as millennial women. Yeah.
1: The New York Times actually had a good behind-the-scenes of the uh, the whole Kavanaugh thing that I thought was really good. A bunch of anonymous interviews, and who knows how accurate it is, but there's a lot of good, juicy stuff in there. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience of the nation.
3: Hey, you've heard me talk.
2: Strong and Getty show. A popular new trend in Los Angeles are party goats, which are goats that are brought to parties and jump on people's backs. Uh, meanwhile, in China, a popular new
3: trend is studying math and science.
1: <laughs> I found China. that pretty funny. <laughs> As a guy who has goats that jump on your back, I thought that was pretty funny.
3: Get off my back, man. <laughs> Don't the hooves hurt?
1: Uh, no, not on the little goats. Oh. If you had big goats, it would hurt. Okay. How little ones. are these little goats? Like the size of a cat. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> pretty okay. small. Yeah. You get out on your hands and knees, though, they'll jump right up on your back.
2: That's
0: hilarious. It Super. is hilarious. If I was at a party where that was happening, right. I wouldn't stop laughing. Right. <laughs> I've seen a goat standing on the back of a cow. Goats just like the high ground. Is that the, the story? They just like a view. I think it's got something to do with getting away from
1: predators. Yeah. OK, uh, so coming up a little of Susan Collins speech from Friday. Also, I want to go through that New York Times behind the scenes article that I thought was really interesting. And everybody agrees, Democrats and Republicans turning point in the whole thing in Kavanaugh's favor was Avenatti in that chick. Republicans and Democrats uh-huh. agree that was a turning point that saved Kavanaugh.
0: Wow. Okay. So our theory was right. Maybe because it was obvious, <laughs> um, but that's fun. I'll take a win. A win is a win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Yeah. There's more to be said. I know it's horrifying, but there is. Uh, so uh, we were talking about how a uh, survey, big survey of uh, millennial people, which is a term I think we're all tired of, <clears throat> uh, embrace socialism. Uh, I think we'd all heard that, but the disproportionate number of men, millennial men who are pro-socialism versus women was yeah, that's,
1: astonishing. So what we were talking about Friday is that, yeah, you throw around the term millennial where m- men and women are quite a bit different on a number of issues.
0: And it's especially interesting to me because, you know, having studied 20th century politics for a long time, <clears throat> it was, you know, the, the women's vote introduced or, or gave enough support to a lot of more mommyish government policies for them to actually get passed and get started. Modern welfare state and, and that sort of thing, more caring, nurturing government. Um, and so I assumed when Jack went into it that he was going to tell us that, yeah, it's a millennial women, 90% of them like socialism. And only 10% of these rugged millennial men. But no, it was it was like 2 to 1, wasn't it? Yeah, it
1: was almost 2 to 1 on both uh that w- which they tend to call themselves
0: and would they vote for a candidate that called themselves that. Mhm. Uh so anyway, we got this really interesting note from uh everybody wants to be anonymous these days, but not Duke from Sacramento. Um as a millennial, I personally am not a fan of socialism. However, my friends are scattered across the spectrum from Republican, Libertarian, and Independent to Democrats and SJWs. In our many conversations and my experiences with people my age, I can think two more reasons why this may be accurate. Um, okay. Uh, number one, women are more educated, working hard, and moving up in the world now. I notice more males my age staggering, trying to find a job, career, meaning in life, sadly. On the other hand, women in general seem to be doing better at school, college, grad school, careers, etc. I think this means that they, as they see hard work pay off and lead to success, they're less likely to want to have that taken away and shared with slacker guys who play video games all day in their mother's basement whilst eating pizza. We've talked. He to- says, using the word whilst... We've
1: talked about this before, and I'm not sure this is a good thing, but it's a true thing, is that for whatever reason, there's a, there's a culture for women, like in high schools, of extreme competitiveness mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to exist with the guys. Uh, academically speaking. Yeah, academically yeah. speaking. Of just, you know, you just go so far beyond anything I would have ever imagined doing in high school. Yeah. I see this from a, a number of nieces and, and friends of friends I've got. Just a, a level of effort in high school that yeah. <laughs> certainly doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> well. For anybody
0: who knows me, that's not a surprise. But uh, but it doesn't seem to happen with guys. And we're only 60, 60 years removed, or so, 50, 60, from the joke being, yeah, she's going to college to get her MRS. Yeah, so um, and there's, there's another point he has, by the way, in the time we have. There could
1: but, be a uh, if I mm-hmm. study 25 hours a week so that I can get straight A's and all that sort of stuff. I'm not really that interested in helping out the people who don't. Yeah, that's not surprising.
0: I think that's a sound theory. Here's another thought. Being smart slash educated now means you believe in a more s- state run government. I think he means, a, a, well, a, a more uh, intrusive government. Socialist thoughts and ideas are everywhere in college now, and with society still thinking a successful life means being successful in college, I'm not surprised if enterprising and impressionable young people take on and own this thinking. I even fell for this during a literature class where I bought into the idea from a lesbian author and poet who was very talented, but believed the phrase "I love you" was sexist based on the Latin and French uh, origins of the word and the gender you origins. Got to be kidding! She believed that. Let's hear her out. <laughs> She believed that
3: <laughs> she believed
0: that I love to you was more appropriate and essentially more general, neutral, and fair.
1: If you ever look somebody in the eyes and say I love to you I have love upon
0: you. <laughs> They're going to get up and leave the room. You know what? I I want to finish the guy's point, but it's very good. But I think this is a beautiful example. If you can comprehend somebody that becomes so obsessed with a minor point of academic pursuit that they come to believe something that dumb and unnecessary, that is a glimpse of modern uh, universities. I love you is actually sexist. I love to you is much more fair and gender neutral. (laughs) I remember telling my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, this theory when we first started dating, thinking she'd be impressed by how smarty I was. But her response was, that is stupid. Don't ever say that to me. (laughs) I married a winner, guys. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, boy. He says, P.S. I'll, I have some great stories from my ethnic studies classes when I was more woke, too, but this email's already too long. Well, Duke, send them along, dude. Love to hear them.
1: Oh, there's more fallout on that group of researchers that punked the whole world of. Uh those kinds of studies. Oh my that we talked about last week. It's really getting a lot of attention. Well, I'd imagine there would be a backlash. What was a behind-the-scene thing like at the whole Kavanaugh process, the New York Times claims to know, and it's pretty pretty entertaining. Kinda gossipy, but entertaining. Also a little Susan Collins on the floor and sixty minutes last night, as she was a yes
0: vote. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.